Hi, I'm Tom Field, Senior Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. I'm talking today about GDPR enforcement and the upcoming deadline. And it's my pleasure to be speaking with Petter Nordwall, Director of Product Marketing, and Anthony Mary, Director of Product Management, both with Sophos. Petter, Anthony, thanks so much for joining me today. Thank, Thank you, you very much, Tom. So we are almost exactly six months away from the May 25 enforcement deadline. How ready are organizations for GDPR? Uh, thanks, Tom. This is Petter here. Well, uh, just let me start commenting on this. We There's obviously a varying level of, uh, of readiness and preparedness across organizations that we see. We're a European company. We have our headquarters in the UK. So GDPR has been really high on our agenda for the last couple of years. And, uh, and we've kind of been following this with, with great interest. And, and the readiness sort of varies by geography, organization size, and whatever vertical that the, um, the organization uh, works in. Of course, you have the huge multinationals that have an entire department, you know, an army of people looking after this. They're obviously the most prepared. But we also see that the smaller organizations, the smaller businesses, the medium-sized businesses, they're either feeling overwhelmed or they sort of stuttering in getting started. And we, we, we see everything in between on that. And uh, I think overall it's 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 about the fines it's it's about a very big stick to the carrot for the gdpr that have gotten people starting to think about what data and what information personal information that they hold and collect and let's face it you know this is one of the reasons why the european union put the gdpr in place in the first time to get companies to think about what they what they collect in terms of data not just do it matter of factly and also you know instill confidence with consumers and with you know individuals across Europe that people deal with their data in the right way so on the North American side we're seeing that small to medium uh, US organizations are often thinking that this won't apply to them and they sort of to sticking their head in the sand and and thinking about well I'll deal with this later Europe that's that's a long way away and to be fair you know smaller companies uh, or, and organizations with, with very few customers or no customers from the EU uh, and no operations in Europe, they have little risk of exposure. However, obviously bigger companies and companies that sell actively and collect informational data from the European Union, they have to start thinking about this now. So over here in Europe, obviously almost every company uh, across the continent is now actively working on getting ready for the GDPR. As you said, six months ago, it's hotting up. Well, you make a good point, and certainly you've talked with a number of organizations in different geographic regions. What do you find to be common misunderstandings about GDPR? Hi, Tom. This is Anthony. I'll, I'll field this question. So, as Peter mentioned, one of the approaches that we hear when we speak to customers is the uh, the ostrich approach, uh, where we're putting their head in the sand, or you could also describe it as a wait-and-see approach. You know, they might think it's a European thing, it doesn't impact me at all, or they could say, you know, my data's not important, or the data I hold is not important, nobody's ever going to go to the effort of breaching me. This is, well, it, it can be a valid approach, as Petter mentioned, for those small businesses that only deal with customers in North America. The, the one downside to this approach, though, is that you don't want to be patient zero. You don't want to be the first one to have that breach and 
have the European Union come out after you with the first fine. Another approach that customers take is that they now think, well, everything European's a landmine. So, you know, if I don't do much of my business in Europe, it's only a small fraction of the business of, of my turnover that's done in Europe, I might just consider jettisoning it because it's, it's too much effort. The risk is not worth the reward. And you, you could also class this as a risk-based approach. Now, th this is what we're finding most customers are, are taking the view that they want to evaluate their risk, see what it means and what it's going to take to become GDPR compliant, and then move on from there and make that risk-based decision approach. Now, obviously, as Peter also mentioned, the, the larger organizations, especially the multinationals, they, they have to deal with this already. So they're already formulating their risk-based approach. And you know, if they've got a presence in Europe, obviously, they have to pay attention to this. Now, there's also other data protection laws in the US, like HIPAA, for example. So they, they might think, hey, I'm complying with the US data protection laws. I don't need to do anything else. And again, this is a risk-based approach. I mean, if you are following that approach, then you are very likely a good way along the path of being GDPR compliant. Because keep in mind, a lot of the data protection regulations around the world have a similar focus in mind, and that is to protect data. The only difference between, say, for example, HIPAA and GDPR is not only are they on different continents, but one focuses on healthcare, and GDPR is primarily anything that you can class as PII. So if you're already following some local data protection laws, there's a good chance you're a good way along the process to actually being GDPR compliant. Now, as always, when we speak to customers, we always recommend that they seek independent legal advice because at the end of the day, uh, if any fines are issued and any companies investigated because of a data breach, it's always going to end up in the hands of the lawyers and the courts. So when I think of GDPR, I think of data governance, breach notification, the right to be forgotten. There are so many individual potential challenges for organizations. Where do you find that they're getting stuck when they attempt to prepare for GDPR enforcement? Well, you know, Tom, it's... GDPR is, is, is a pretty beefy document. It was created over a period of several years. It went through thousands of iterations going through the European Commission and the Parliament to, to actually get to the point when it became a regulation and was pulled into law in all the different regions. And, 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 and this is sort of a lot of organizations that we see going out to say, okay, I'm going to get ready for GDPR. Let me just take, put a week's time aside and get ready for this. They, and they get presented with all of this, all of this information about, as you say, data governance, right to be forgotten, consent, you know, contracting, uh, uh, subcontractors, processors, data controllers, all of those terms. And organizations tend to think that it's too big and they just, don't know where to start. So there are a lot of topics, a lot of magic rabbit holes to fall into, but just like any other big project, we just recommend people to take it one step at a time, you know, make a list, get the most important things covered first, you know, take ownership of your readiness, you know, evaluate your exposure, determine how much you want to invest, go to your executives, get the buy-in from the top of the company. Fines are massive, uh, as, as we know. So the executives and, and board levels and C-level people need to be absolutely uh, aware of what's going on here and invest in the best practices, in the state-of-the-art technology and the best practices. Gentlemen, what would you say are the must-have policies and controls for data collection, 
security, and deletion. Well, Tom, you've already mentioned and data governance, so that, that's that's definitely a good place to start. But I, I I will say there is no one silver bullet, no sil no single product, no single set of policies or actions that will make any organization compliant. GDPR covers everything from data governance to internal processes, and there's lots of other things bundled in there too, the right to be forgotten and and many others. So it's something that requires a broad look across an organization. So data governance is a good place to start. So that's things like what type of data do I have? Where is it? Why do I have it? Do I really need it? Uh, and one of the important questions is how do I protect it? So that, that's a good place to start. Data governance can be one of those rat holes that the more you go into it, the more you realize, I don't know the answers to all these questions. And people can get slightly uncomfortable, but don't worry it's actually a good thing for you to become aware of where all your data is, why you're holding it, et cetera. So the, another term that, that Petter mentioned was state of the art. Now, the GDPR has a loosely defined concept of what state of the art means, especially when it comes to data security technology. Essentially, what it means is that your organization must define and document what you believe to be state of the art at the time that you created this document and be able to defend it. Now, a lot of this can take into account and what it's going to cost to become compliant, what's the cost of the countermeasures, you have risk A, so you're going to, you're going to take a product or do something to, to mitigate that risk. You know, all of that has a cost associated with it. So as long as your organization can define and document why you are doing such things, you may have considered other options, but you may have concluded they're too expensive, they're too complicated, they're not needed for the type of organization we are. All of those are fine answers, just document it and be able to defend it. Now, the, the last one, and, and this is something that's mentioned explicitly in the GDPR documentation, is encryption, encryption and pseudonymization. Now, if you could think of any of many of the other regulations that are in the US or worldwide, they're all concerned with unauthorized access to sensitive data. So some examples in the US, you've got HIPAA, you've got Mass CMR 27, PCI, and you know, I can keep on listing them. GDPR has identified encryption as a security control to prevent unauthorized access to data. Now, keep in mind, there's some very simple questions, but unfortunately very loaded questions when it comes to encryption. Uh, what data are you going to protect and where is it? You, know, you, you have to know where the data is and basically realize that it's important data that you want to go and encrypt. Now, with that in mind, encryption is a very good way to protect data. Uh, it's a technology that comes with pros and cons, but one thing is for certain, as some of us may have experienced, unfortunately, with ransomware, encrypted documents are very hard to get into. That applies for both um, the innocent victims of ransomware attacks and also the bad guys. If, if a bad guy comes and steals some of my data and it's encrypted, it's harder for them to get into as well. And that's why the GDPR mentions technologies like encryption and pseudonymization. So talk to me about Sophos. What are you doing to help organizations be prepared for this GDPR enforcement deadline? Well, Tom, we, we're obviously we're not lawyers. We're a technology company, and uh, we're doing whatever we can to help educate our customers and customers that we speak to and, and, and people in general all over the world about the GDPR and about what people should, should think about and what you should do to prepare. And our customers are typically small and medium businesses all over the world that don't necessarily have expertise or the manpower or the 
or the willingness, I should say, to fully understand the compliance, the, the, the really complex compliance regulations like the GDPR. So we typically try to break it down into in, into a few pieces of advice again to to avoid that rabbit hole, that rat hole, and and uh, because every company is different, so they need to go away and do some homework. But we try to break it down into into some simple pieces of advice to do that. So. Every company needs to go and, and and investigate what their risk is and do their own risk assessments. And of course, we always recommend that they consult independent legal advice if they have any questions. As I said, you know, we're not necessarily lawyers, but Sophos as a company, we do offer a set of technology products that can help and assist companies with especially the data security aspects of the GDPR. So keep in mind that this is only a portion of the GDPR. Uh, a lot of the GDPR regulation covers you know processes and, uh, and, and 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 a much wider data governance sense. Our technology helps companies take this one step at a time and and help them mitigate risk because as Anthony said, any compliance regulation is all about limiting the risk, you know the, uh, setting, cost versus risk. So reduce your exposure, reduce your risk and protect yourself against the most common ways that you as a company can lose data. So do you have good antivirus, anti-malware, anti-ransomware solutions in place? You don't want the hackers to get in via malware or an exploit and actually steal your data that way. And this is probably the most common ways that that big data breaches happen it's it's an exploit it's it's a piece of malware it's a phishing attack that actually gets the hackers in um do you have full disk encryption for all your laptops all your all your computers do your do you manage your mobile so you know where they all are and you can protect the corporate data that sits on the mobile devices um, do you have network defense you know we we can provide great network security products to stop the bad guys from getting in there in the first place and and in addition, you know, having all of these the great data governance strategy combined with defenses like data loss prevention, DLP on the client, on the network, on email gateways, and this all help reducing data loss from accidental human error and uh, and you know the nefarious insider, if you like. Uh, and uh, we obviously we recommend that companies invest in encryption to protect that valuable data. Once you've gone through and done your risk assessment and you figured out what data you have, what data is worth protecting, encrypt it. That will stop any risk that you have for that particular piece of data. Gentlemen, just a few moments here. We've covered so much. If you were to boil it down, what advice do you offer to organizations right now about how to be best prepared for this May 25th enforcement deadline? Well, Tom, there's a word that you've heard Heather and I repeat multiple times during this conversation, and that's risk. This, just like any other business strategy, GDPR has a risk associated with it. Evaluate that risk for your organization and then work out what is the best strategy for you to minimize that. Uh, Peter also talked about a couple of points that can help you get out in front of this. And the biggest thing we always tell customers, don't stick your head in the sand on this. At, at the very least, take a look at it and make your own educated assessment of what is the risk. Do you need to worry about this? Does it apply to you? Do you need to panic a little or a lot? Work out what that means for your organization. And, and the five tips that we, we primarily tell to customers is take ownership of the GDPR readiness. You know, that, that's inform yourself, which is what this podcast can help do as well. Evaluate your risk exposure, determine your investment level. So 
do you have sufficient technology in place? Do you need to put new processes in place? If you don't have them today, what's it going to take in order for you to get there? And then you need to get that executive buy-in. As Petter said, if you get hit by one of these massive fines, it could potentially be a company-ending event, the fines are that large. But at the end of the day, the last piece of advice we, we always give people is invest in whatever you define as state-of-the-art best practices. If nothing else, the GDPR is there to get people to think about data. And if that's all you do today, then the GDPR is helping achieve what it wants to, what it wants to do. Well, very well said. Anthony Petter, I appreciate your time and insight today. You're Thank welcome. you very much. Thank you very much. We've been talking about the GDPR enforcement deadline, and I've been speaking with Petter Nordwall and Anthony Mary of Sophos. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.